Hello and welcome to the ninth episode of the 34 Sports Podcast. We're at it again for another week, and I'm joined with my co-host, Raptor. How's it going? I'm on second. Well, this week, um, we're going to be starting with a little bit of NBA, and then getting to some football later. Yeah, after I met the NBA, part probably won't be that long because it's there's less series, but we'll, let's get into it. First, let's talk about the Heat and Celtics. The Heat and Celtics, uh, the series started off a little bit rough for the Celtics, but it uh, seems like they've turned it around a little bit in this last game. As of the, we're recording this, the only two, three games, but in that third game, Jason Tatum really showed up for them, but before that, he had been kind of okay due to the fact that Miami is running a fairly dominant 2-3 zone. So, what have you seen out of that series? Uh, a lot of... I don't know if it's miscommunication or effort. It just seems like the Celtics, at least the first two games, like, they tried, and then, like, the second half, they just kind of collapsed completely. Like, I don't know if it was fatigue or if it... Because, I mean, the Heat make teams run, and I mean run. So, I don't know if... That's like a fatigue thing, or they're just, I don't know if they're thinking, like, if they're too much in their own heads right now. I don't know if it's, like, con- conference final, the pressure's high, and that's getting to them. I don't know. But, I mean, like, the last game, they played really well. I think it's just, I mean, they still kind of let the Celtics get back in it. At that, like, a certain point, it was like, are, are they going to choke this again? I mean, they didn't. But, it, like, it got to that point where it was, like, maybe, I think it was, like, an eight-point lead at one point. And I'm like, oh, no, not again. I think it's just an effort thing. And I think the, I, I, I think the Celtics have figured out. I really do. And then I think, I think no matter what, it's going 6-6 six, six or 7, I think. I, I would put my bets on that. Yeah, well, what I've seen, and I think what what was the big change between Game 2 and Game 3 was the fact that the uh, the Celtics started focusing more on the little things, making sure they moved the ball better, not throwing those cross-court passes, which the Heat like to pick off with Jimmy Butler being on the wing as one of the big uh, proponents of that. He likes those long passes. He picks that off pretty easy and gets them in the fast break, which is where they like to either shoot the three with Duncan Robinson or Hero or dish it to Bam or even like a cutting Derek Jones Jr. Even uh, Jay Crowder sometimes is on the wing and Jodgett could be up top. They've got a lot of options. And, and uh, another thing about that team that I, I'm, I mean about the Celtics is, I mean, like a lot to be made of that locker room confrontation, whatever that was, I don't know. I'm not going to speculate too much, but you you have to think that maybe that may have lit a fire under the seas or something, honestly. It could have. Uh, I mean, they definitely came out looking better. It could be Brad Stevens a little bit. could have been – maybe they just needed both Brad Stevens to wake up and make some changes. And also they needed to be yelled at because, I mean – I don't know. I think Kemba played better, so maybe that was a big piece. Kemba had scored 21. Jalen had 26. Tatum had, I think, 23. 
Yeah, see, Kemba's one of the big pieces, and then I think that's one of your key pieces. They also had Gordon Hayward come back from injury. That's more points off the bench. He did okay. I think he had 12 points or somewhere around there. I'm going to look Which it up. Which is, I mean, that's, sure. that's an impact. But I expect the more games Hay, Hay, Hayward plays, I expect it to get better, honestly. Yeah. Let me see how many points he had. He actually only had six, so it was worse than Either I thought. But it's still contributions. So. Yeah, everybody shot well that game. Yeah, but they were just torching everybody. Was I right about the points for Jalen and Campbell? Yeah, you're pretty close. Yeah, they're right around that total. Miami... Uh, had a bad shooting game. Jogic went two for ten. That's he's been on fire. And it's so not like he's either gonna have a bad shooting game very often. So and uh, Jay Crowder went two for ten. So yeah, there's a few X factors to that. It could be different. They didn't really have much bench scoring at all. Did Jimmy have a good game? I heard he didn't do too. Jimmy had seventeen. He did okay, and I don't think. Uh, they really didn't let him get going in the fourth quarter. The Celtics' defense was pretty good that night. There were a lot of... Uh... Celtics' defense is like... I mean, against my Raptors, I didn't like to watch it. But against other teams, I, I give them a lot of credit for like their rotations and stuff. I, I, I give them credit, credit where it's due. Well, they have to be... Working together because you can see that their defense is a effort thing. Well, defense is always effort, but you saw when Ananobi hit the three, it was a defensive, not a miscommunication, and just a lack of awareness from Jalen Brown let that happen. So not even it was just a bad call by Brad Stevens. Who the hell calls a zone in that situation? I don't know. Um, I <laughs> guess they were help. maybe trying to. I don't remember. Was it? Did they need three or two in that at that point? I don't. We know. needed two to tie, three to win. So they were. I don't. Yeah, that's not a good call by Stevens because you shouldn't really be packing. But the also, Jalen didn't pick up on the fact that he had to get OG in the corner, but the zone just wasn't the right thing. But yeah, but it didn't matter in the end. Unfortunately for your Raptors, that did spark the take it to seven. Probably would have ended in four or five if that hadn't happened, but. I would say four or five, yeah. Uh, now, it's going to be interesting for them, them coming off of this extended layoff because they're trying to make the series more even end dates because the Lakers' uh, Nuggets was delayed because of different things happening. And so, yeah, the, protest, the, heat, yeah. the heat might be a little bit – the Heat and the Celtics might be a little more rested. You might see a different game. Out of some players, maybe Duncan it's Robinson be a good gets game. hot, or Hero gets hot, or Jogic gets back to form, or uh, Tatum has a maybe Tatum goes off for thirty. I don't know, but they've been going pretty. Uh, they've been just constantly going, going every other day of games. So it'll be interesting to see what this extra break gives them. It's gonna be good. I think it's just gonna be a good game completely. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what's going to happen here? I still got Heat in five at this point. I know the Celtics won one game, but that's still sticking Celtics with my original. What did you say? I said I'm sticking with the season seven still. All right. We'll have to see. This will be a big game right here. 
because if Miami yeah. lets them even it up, it's I mean that already destroys my five. So we'll see what happens. Let's move on to the Lakers and the Nuggets. Um, the Lakers have really just been. Well, last game was close, but the defense has been solid on that set of ball, and you've got a resurgent Rondo, and Dwight Howard isn't looking too bad either, so that helps off the bench. AD's still the best player in the series. Yeah, First AD, game and this game. Yeah, AD has played very well for them. <clears throat> I mean, uh, he was doing okay that game, and then all of a sudden he just took off at the end there and scored 10 straight points for them right at the end and then hit their game winner. Which I give him props for. I respect that. Yeah, that was a good shot. Crazy Jokic was a little bit late, but he was still there enough that it should have... He was uh, there quite a bit. Uh, yeah, it's... Quite a bit. He just kind of... He just um, hit the shot. He w- it was a better a better offense. Honestly. It, w- it was better, yeah. Yeah, LeBron set a pretty good screen there that caused the the uh, defensive breakdown. So that was, that was good right at the end there. I'm surprised. And it helps that ED on, like, most bigs has a decently quick release that he can get it off. Well, usually Plumlee's better than that. It was a defender on uh, Davis, I think, because they're rolling double big out there with Jokic and Plumlee. So that Plumlee's usually good on defense, so that was just a breakdown there. I don't know exactly what Plumlee was in at that point in the game, so maybe Mike Malone needs to rethink that. But I'm just... It was a very good shot. It was it was good. See, the funny thing is, it doesn't even concern me at all because we know the Nuggets this playoffs. Well, yeah, we'll see. I've got to see something out of them. Is it tonight? Yeah, it's tonight. Yeah, they play tonight. I was, yeah, they, I'm was, sure they're pissed it, off. It threw me off sure last night not being a game since it's been every other, so now i got to get back into it. I'm sure it's going to be. It's going to be a close one. I'm... The Nuggets are pissed, so it's going to be. Yeah, we got to see more uh, production out of their bench. It's Their bench has been fairly quiet, except for Michael Porter Jr., so we need to see more there for them to really take that next step. Yeah, the funny thing be, is, though, that, that game was that close without the Well, bench. the Nuggets had that game if they had played defense correctly. Well, I say that, but yet you don't know if AD or if they had swung the ball, if it, but it was winnable is what I'm getting at. So Yeah, but I mean, like, if it was that close... Without the bench scoring a lot. <laughs> Nuggets need to win this game, though, because going down 3-0 is not going to be too high, too good for them. I still trust them, literally, even if they go down 3. I really do. Well, it's a lot bigger of a hill to climb. No yeah. team has ever come back from 3-0, I know that. No. they, but they There's a lot they... of 3-1s. <laughs> Tonight is, yeah, I've just been in here a lot lately, a lot in the last five years. Which I don't mind. No, that makes it interesting. It makes teams have to realize that they can't be Paul George and still win the game. But it was game seven though, not the rest of them. Um, he had two whole games the whole playoffs. So yeah, that, that team just didn't play together. <laughs> that's that's basically it. Well, when you get five first rounders for somebody they should play well in the playoffs but that's another conversation for another day but literally never has played good in the playoffs (laughs) him and Roy Hibbert must be drinking the same juice because back in 2017 they both 
uh, played pretty well to get them to the conference finals in the East. But and, and screwed it up, so yeah. <laughs> I guess one guy got a big contract and one guy's playing overseas somewhere. So I guess we know who got the last laugh on that one. But The Nuggets. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Hibbert or... No, I Paul know Scott. what you're talking about. I'm just saying the Nuggets got the last laugh either way. Well, we'll find out. I can't say either way at this point. The Nuggets haven't really... They've showed me some last night, but they also needed to finish that, so... They what do you mean they haven't showed you? They've come back down 3-1 twice. In this series. This se- I'm talking oh, in this, this series. series they've yeah. got to show up a little bit more for me to fully trust them to get one of those comebacks again, because right now they look good, but they played, they played up to par, but... If that situation comes again, I don't know. We'll have to see how this game goes. This is a big game for me to see if they're able to uh, take the heat or not. Because if they can't take uh-huh. the heat now, they definitely can't take the heat in the finals. So, uh, I'm sure they can. I'm not. We'll find out. This is a big game. The next two games, today and tomorrow, are big games for the Heat and Celtics and for the Lakers and the Nuggets. So we'll have to see how these pan out. We're going to switch to the NFL now. It was a big week, too. There has been a little bit of a letdown with some teams as uh, some of their star players have really been have uh, went down to injury. Most notably is uh, the Giants lost Saquon Barkley this week to an ACL injury. That's for the season. The 49ers lost Nick Bosa for the rest of the season. And uh, Von Miller was already out. There's other guys, but those are the really, really big names. Yay, the Giants suck even more. Oh, yeah, they were really only relying on him anyway, so that's... (laughs) That's not very good. Daniel Jones. And the Chargers are the Chargers. It's not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, this week was. We had some interesting performances. There were some good. There were some bad. Uh, the Raiders beat the Saints, surprisingly. The Raiders, of all people, in their new stadium. The Raiders are good this year. Don't even. In their new stadium. Well, what I've seen of the Raiders most of my life, this is a pleasant surprise for me. Same as my dad. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, that's uh, Raiders. Uh, Derek Carr threw for three touchdowns and threw almost three hundred yards. And uh, yeah, they were they just played very well against the Saints. The Saints don't have Michael Thomas, which hurts them. Breeze threw an interception. He was one for one touchdown, one interception. Still threw three hundred yards, but. They were basically trying to do it through the run game, and they got two in with Kamara, but couldn't get much going in the pass game. They Actually, their best receiver was Kamara. They threw to him nine times for 95 yards, which is a, a new thing they said they were going to throw in their system this year. And, I mean, if they had Michael Thomas there, they probably would have gotten a little closer, but I'm not going to discount the Raiders either. That's... Uh, Good to see for them. So we'll see if they can keep it up through the season. Um, the Seahawks and the Patriots, that was a really good game. That came down to the wire. Honestly, I expected the Seahawks to win. Not in the way they did, but I expected them to win. Well, they were they were doing really well in that first half. Wilson was firing on all cylinders. And then in the second half, the Patriots really picked it up. And Cam Newton was just on a tear. 
in that game, Cam was responsible for 95.7% of New England's yards on offense. He he was responsible for 444 out of 464 yards, which is, that's a lot for a QB that most people didn't even give a contract to. They Most people had already written him off. Yeah. Yeah, he he and he was so close to like there was like one play away from winning the game. It was close. Russell Wilson had a really good game though. He had five touchdowns and only threw one interception. He had almost three hundred yards. Um, Sounds like Russell Wilson to be honest. <laughs> yeah, he's on a tear. Him and Rogers are both looking pretty good right now. We'll get to Rogers in a minute. The Rams absolutely torched the Eagles. Goff had another pretty dominant game. He had 20 completions out of 27 attempts, and he threw for 267 yards and had three tutties. So that was um, really surprising. Oh, no, not really. That's the Eagles. Surprising? What? <laughs> yeah, surprising. What am I talking about? It's the that Eagles. They've been good since Foles left. It's uh, only been two years. Well, since they went to the Super Bowl, I don't get how you can go so far from when you just win something to go down so far. But Wentz had nothing. Wentz threw for two interceptions. I don't. That looked pretty bad. That's just bad. They rushed for the only two touchdowns they had. Could not get anything going in the in the um, passing. Yeah, no passing. Yeah. Ertz. Didn't really do much. Nobody had over 100 yards. It was just a slaughter by the Rams. It's, it's just... I don't know Next. what... The, <laughs> uh, Micah Kaiser had 11 tackles, which I assume most of those... Probably a lot of those came at the price of uh, Carson Wentz, which is why he threw the interceptions. Uh, they... The big game of the week, a big game this week. Atlanta showed why they uh, still haven't recovered from blowing the lead to the Patriots in the Super Bowl as they let the Cowboys come back and win right at the end on a field goal. And the final score was 40-39, to and Dak, uh, Dak really showed out that game towards the end. They weren't doing too hot at the start, but... Yeah, but uh, in the first half, Ryan Matt Ryan looked really, really good. He threw for 273 yards in the game and had four touchdowns. But then, all like the offense has of the Falcons before, and their defense, their coordinators don't know what to do. They just died in the second half and let the Cowboys come back. Dak throwing for 450 yards, and he had three rushing touchdowns, and Zeke had one. Instead, they had a Dak Prescott with rushing touchdowns. What three? Oh, yeah, I didn't know he could run worth anything. What the hell? And the receiving wise, you had CD Lamb and Amari Cooper both with over 100 yards, and that's followed by Dalton Schultz right after who got the only passing touchdown with 88 yards. So they were just, they started clicking. If they can play like that, that's what all Cowboys fans think they can do every year. And if they play like that, yeah, they can do that all year. But you and have to see a consistent. Well, they don't have to worry about the Eagles this year. So they should be able to make the playoffs. 
in their division because I don't see anybody putting up a fight in their division. It's fairly weak, if I'm going to be honest. I think it's done that intentionally to give the Cowboys one of the most uh, well-liked and uh, has a large fan base nationwide an easy route to Who's in the division? You got the, the Washington football team, the Eagles. Um, I think who else? Those are the big ones I know that even give them any form of trouble. Well, it's not that not that good. Uh, the next game that on the slate was the Steelers at the Broncos. It was actually a fairly close game, surprisingly, twenty six to to twenty one. The um, yeah, this week uh, the Steelers beat the. Beat the Broncos twenty six to twenty one, and unfortunately for the Broncos, they lost uh, starting QB Drew Locke through five passes and got hurt for three to five weeks. But the backup quarterback came in and did pretty good. They had Jeff Jeff Driscoll came in, threw for two touchdowns, one interception, and two hundred fifty six yards. Not horrible. Um, didn't really see too much. Jerry Judy, the rookie. Had 62 yards, which is good to see. I like seeing the young guys do well. And on the Steelers' side of the ball, Big Ben's looking like he's pretty well back to form. He threw for 300 yards and had two touchdowns. One interception, though. The rushing onslaught was pretty good. You had uh, their main running back, James Conner, ran for 106 yards and had a touchdown. And receiving-wise... they had uh, Deontay Johnson almost at 100 yards, and he had a touchdown. Juju's had seven touches for 48 yards, but I'm surprised he's not doing more. But nevertheless, the Pittsburgh, the Steelers beat the beat the Broncos fairly easily. Fairly young, but five. Yeah. If that's easy to you, then I don't know what the hell. <laughs> yeah, you're right. The injured Niners uh, still managed to beat the Jets pretty well. The Jets, um, let me find it. Oh, they beat the Jets? Well, yeah, I mean, they could win that with one player. Yeah, the Jets ain't really. The Jets haven't been good for, I don't know, five plus years at least. As far as I can remember, Jimmy G had a pretty good game, and uh, he had he had 131 yards and threw for two touchdowns. They actually subbed him out. It looks like towards the end, which is smart. You don't want the Jets trying to injure your quarterback. Moser rushed for a touchdown. He had 92 Rocky yards. Moser. And uh, Jordan Reed had uh, 50 yards and two touchdowns. He must he was doing pretty good for them. So uh, I like yeah, the Forty Niners. Uh, like losing Bosa is going to be hard for them later in the season when they actually have to play somebody who doesn't suck, like the Jets. Um, Darnold basically had nothing to work with. Yeah, not it's not going to be a fun one for the Jets all season. Forty Niners won. That's all you need to know. It uh, hasn't been for the last five years. <laughs> hasn't cool. been fun. No, nah, it won't be fun for a while. I'm not saying it'll be as bad as Detroit not fun, but 
Uh, it already kind of is. Well, I don't. Yeah, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, and yeah, and the the Colts beat the Minnesota Vikings. It seems like the Vikings without um, who left the Vikings? God, went to the Bills. It the it seems like the Vikings without Stefan Diggs don't really have much options. To whoa, go whoa, with. wait, wait, back up. Stefan Diggs went to the Bills. Yeah, Stefan Diggs went to the Bills. Oh, well, I paid that show. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Really? Damn. It seems like the Vikings without Stefan Diggs are not very um, very good. They, Delvin Cook had 63 yards with that big contract and got one touchdown, which uh, is about all they did because Cousins threw three interceptions. The Colts, on the other hand, Phillip Rivers had one touchdown to one interception for 200 yards. But they did have a good the running back, Jonathan Taylor, had 100 yards and one touchdown and uh, got another uh, passing touchdown. Not too much. This is not really a primetime game that everybody's going to be watching. I guess people in Indianapolis will be. Minnesota will be. But if they keep doing that, there'll be less and less people watching. So, And let's see that. Tampa Bay beat the Panthers. Not saying the Panthers are a good team, but it is interesting to see Brady win a game in a different uniform. The Bucks should beat the Panthers. He did all right. He threw another interception. He's just taken over for James Winston. But the big player of the game was Leonard Fournette, who the Cards just cut, had 103 yards and two touchdowns on them. Looks like the cards, not the cards, they're not Arizona, the Panthers, this is the Panthers. The Panthers could not handle the running game because the Tampa Bay was able to score three running touchdowns and Brady also threw to Mike Evans for one touchdown. We have yet to see Rob Gronkowski play, which is interesting. And we'll have to Probably see injured. if that continues. Probably just not ready to go yet. I don't know. We've had so much time. He's definitely ready. He's just not. Yeah. Um, on the other side of the ball, the Panthers had an okay game. Stats-wise, they just couldn't get much to go. He had McCaffrey run for two touchdowns, but he only had 60 yards the whole game. And Teddy Bridgewater did throw for 370 yards, basically. So that's not bad, except that he also threw two interceptions. So it's not going to get it done. The Bills played the Dolphins, and it was surprisingly actually a close game, which is not how it really should be. Bills fans were probably not happy with that very much, but they got the win. Josh Allen threw for 400 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, what was the score of that one? Uh, 31 to 28. Uh, yeah, that's okay. that's way <laughs> too close with Miami. Stephon Diggs on his new team. Had 153 yards and one touchdown. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that was, uh, closer like, than it should have been. Yeah, it was way closer than it should have been. The Dolphins, on the other hand, Ryan Fitzpatrick actually threw for 320 yards and had two touchdowns with no interceptions, which is a rare game that Fitzpatrick never throws an interception. That's um, just weird. 
he found uh, Mike Gisecki for uh, eight times for 131 yards and one touchdown. And Devontae Parker got in there. But other than that, there must have been a lot of field goals. A lot of field goals. Um, the Bills fans are not going to be happy with that. They need a better performance. That's more defensive side of the ball than anything. Uh, but at the same time, a win's a win, but yeah. Yeah, but you don't want to... You should not be giving up more than 20 to the Dolphins at the most. Titans versus the Jaguars was very close, and it really shouldn't have been. The Jags were supposed to be just... Just I thought they were supposed to be tanking this year, but I guess Garner Minshew is not going to let them because he threw for 339 yards and had three touchdowns with two interceptions. Um, had one rushing touchdown from James Robertson for 102 yards and one touchdown. And uh, threw a couple of uh, passing touchdowns, but other than that, it was not enough for the onslaught from Tannehill with four touchdowns and 239 yards. Derrick Henry had 84 yards. No touchdown, though. It was all off. It was all in the pass game. Uh, three different guys on the... Which uh, is good because the Titans didn't really show a crazy throwing game last year. Yeah, and that makes... So it's good to know that they can do it. It makes Tannehill look really good. I don't know if they keep passing like this, if later in the season people are going to rush at him more. Because they don't know, but if they do, they'll just switch it up and run to Henry. So they have a lot of, they have a lot of movement down there. It's a good lot, team. They have a overall. lot of ability. Yeah, they really surprised me last year, and they continue to be, they continue to keep that pace up. They're two and zero for the first time since two thousand eight. Um. Uh, I I mean. Another game on the docket was Bears versus the Giants, but that's not really. The only big news out of that was losing Saquon Barkley. I mean, Trubisky threw good, but it's against the Giants, and they won. So it's not really anything spectacular out of that game. But a team that has surprised me, and I don't know if it really should have this year, is the Card. Cardinals beat the Washington football team 30-15. to Kyler Murray had... 286 passing yards, one touchdown. He threw one interception, but he also had 67 rushing yards and two rushing TDs. He's just going to be, he's like a smaller Lamar. It's going to be fun to watch him progress, especially with now having the ability of almost like a Mahomes kind of thing, having the ability to throw to Hopkins like Mahomes does to uh, Tyreek Hill. Um, but you also got Kenyon Drake there, a good running back. So that's that's going to be interesting for them. He, Kenyon Drake had 86 yards by himself. D-Hop I think that's a good had, team. That's going to be a good team. Yeah, D-Hop still had only like 68 yards and one touchdown. They're really hitting all over. They had uh, uh, three different guys had over 50 yards. Fitzgerald's still there getting 50 yards. But... Yeah, I really like this Cards team. They're they're surprised, but the way they're built, they should be able to make the playoffs, I think. They haven't really played anybody insane yet, but they still have time. 
still, still playing has... really good. I mean, like when you think about it, it's still. I mean, obviously there's better teams than other ones, but like at the end of the day, they're all still pros, right? So I mean, yeah, yeah. So if you're beating the team by fifteen or more, depending on the team, whatever, you're a good team, obviously. Yeah, it looks like they've uh, got Detroit next game, so. Well, that's another one. We'll talk about that in a minute, but uh, that's looking pretty good for them. That's 3-0, and right, if they win that? Yeah. Um, now, another big game this week was the Ravens at the at the Texans, which uh, I assume pretty Ravens much won. as people think it should have. 33-16 to Ravens, and Lamar did... <laughs> What Lamar, well, Lamar had an okay game. 200 yards and uh, one touchdown. Kind of an okay game. Mark Ingram got himself a touchdown. Not really. I mean, they had one passing touchdown, but must have been a lot of uh, field goals, it looks like. The Texans, Deshaun Watson had 275 yards and one touchdown and one interception. And that's not nearly what they need. He has no real option to go to on in the receiving core besides Cooks and Cooks. Is I mean, that's not a bad stat line, still. No, it was pretty even with Lamar's, but Lamar has a lot more, a lot better uh, pieces to help him on, help him where uh, the Texans shot shoot themselves himself. in the foot by getting rid of Hopkins and. Uh, Looking like the Texans are going to be looking outside, outside looking in while the Cards will be in the playoffs. So we'll have to see if this continues because Deshaun Watson is good enough to get stuff done, but I don't know. He gets stuff done if he has people to help him get the stuff done. <laughs> yeah, he went to D Hop a lot, and now that he doesn't have D Hop, he's really having to do some stuff that he's not used to. And the line's been okay for him, but he's been getting hit a lot. But yeah, Baltimore's still on their tear. Um, the Chiefs and the Chargers was a relatively close game, which is surprising because you wouldn't think that the Chargers would really do a ton. But... Uh, it went as it should be. 23 Chiefs, 20, 20 Chargers. Uh, Mahomes had 300 yards and two touchdowns. And uh, Ed, the running back, the rookie running back that everybody talks so highly of, Edwards Hilaire, only had 38 yards that game, although they did go to him 10 times. Yeah. And, uh, Tyreek and Kelsey both had a touchdown and both had nearly 100 yards. So, uh, yeah, they did what they had to do, and they got the win. On the other side of the ball, the Chargers let their rookie quarterback have a swing at it, and he had 300 yards and one touchdown and one interception, which is fairly good. That's about where Burrow was the first game, so he's not too far too far out of it. And, uh, yeah, Keenan Allen had a good game, too. He had 96 yards. But it wasn't enough because the Chiefs are just too much, and they're going to be that way. It's going to be hard to beat the Chiefs this year. I, th I think the Chiefs are going back-to-back. -back. Yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be interesting. I would 
I would like to say the Ravens are giving a run for their money, but they have yet to show anything in the playoffs with Lamar. It's been one and out both years, so we'll have to see if that has any difference this year. And uh, we had a, another game on the schedule this week was the Browns at the Bengals, the Battle of Ohio, uh, which most people... Big game, big game, prime yeah, time. Yeah, big game. Maybe for prime about five TV sets in Ohio, but... It was actually that's on this world in this planet. It was actually a pretty good game. Burrow had a very one of his very first dominant games. Well, he's only had two games, and it was the best out of the two. He had three hundred sixteen yards and threw for three touchdowns. So that was very good. No interceptions either, which is nice. He threw to um. He did. He was just all over the board. There's about um. Six guys with 20-plus yards here. They're going anywhere from 20 to 45 yards. So he was just throwing all over. One of his biggest uh, ones that he looked to a lot was Tyler Boyd, who he threw to seven times for 72 yards with one touchdown. So uh, if they could get him some more pieces, it, he's already showing that he can do it, even with this um, relatively mediocre receiving core. There's a few guys there, but... I mean, I'm just interested to see what Burrow does against a uh, good team. Yeah, the Browns are in no way a good team. Baker Mayfield got outshone by uh, Burrow, having only 219 yards with two touchdowns and one interception. But that's not even surprising. Like, not because it's like the Browns, and I'm just saying Burrow is better than Mayfield. Like, yeah, no doubt. He's just Fido no better. I will say that Cincy's big issue that I saw that game is they could not guard the run at all because Chubb just ran over him, and even Kareem Hunt did fairly well. Uh, Chubb had 22, uh, 22 attempts and had 124 yards for two touchdowns, and he averaged 5.6 yards per carry. And yeah. Kareem Hunt had uh, 10 touches for 86 yards and one touchdown. So they there was no real stopping the the run game for the Bengals. They've got to work on – they need to get Burrow a receiver and they need to work on the defensive line pretty well from the looks of it. And uh, OBJ actually had a touchdown that game. He had four four catches for 74 yards. Which I don't think OBJ's had a touchdown since last year, so that's it's good for him. Those have only been two games. Well, yeah, and then it will help them trade him off if they want to. So true. What do we get? All right, now it's time for my personal favorite part of the week, is where I talk about the eternal sadness that is the Detroit Lions franchise. <laughs> I unfortunately was born into. Being a Lions fan, being from Michigan, and unfortunately, I have to feel the pain of watching them constantly struggle from year to year. You could have picked a different team. You don't always have to go with the I don't know. I just just got into football, I'd say, two or three years ago, and before that, I'd always, I'd watch the Lions. I remember uh, Megatron leaving because they could do nothing with him. And uh, they still can do nothing because uh, they lost to the Green Bay Packers 42-21, to which is ex- expected to lose to the Packers, but not generally by this much. Usually it's at least it's by one touchdown, not by basically two. Maybe I think that's three. I can't count, so we'll just call it three. 
It's a 22.1. Yep, it was 3-6. Process yep. of elimination. Let's see, I got it right. But Rodgers threw for 240 yards and two touchdowns, and they uh, let the running back go off for two touchdowns and 168 yards because they run the same defense every time. Cover four or a... Um, cover a, nothing. Just a, Yeah, you, well, it's a cover four. That covers nothing, but... Yeah, but Stafford still threw for 244 yards and is starting to look more and more to me like the Barry Sanders of quarterbacks for the Lions. By that, I mean that he'll be there and they'll do nothing with him because they have an inability to make a team that can win anything and let alone have a coach that is halfway, um, not brain dead as Patricia, who literally is like nine and... 31 I think with the team and he's yet he still has a job we got we picked up uh they were following the Pistons playbook and picked up a uh, star way past his prime although agent Peterson did run for 41 yards it's not what we need right now and uh didn't have Galladay but went to Harkenstein four times for 62 yards no touchdown Marvin Hall Marvin Jones got a touchdown but they only Basically, had 20 yards apiece, and Galladay's out until next game, which will play the cards and get slaughtered. So, <laughs> another week in Detroit. Let's hope the Pistons don't do something close to this again next year. So, well, Detroit's just down bad. Every damn team. Yeah, the Tigers, Red Wings. Red Wings stop the streak of hockey. Red Wings can't win. <laughs> Detroit yeah. Lions can't win. Like... Lions can't win. Even the Grand Rapids drive isn't that good. So it's not. Wow. I wonder if the Timbits hockey team can win. The what? The Timbits hockey. It's like, like five-year-olds playing hockey. I wonder if they can um, win. Yeah, they, they probably have good players, and then they go to a different state and don't play for the home team ever. They just go to other states. They never play. It's drafted by Detroit. Yeah, I'll just go over here instead. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that's the the pit of eternal sadness. It is Detroit. Um, that's been your NFL recap for this week, and that's another episode of 34 Sports Podcast. We're on nine. Next week will be, I would say it's a special episode, but I don't think I'll do anything special for it. It's the 10th episode. We're going to keep... We're gonna keep uh, grinding them out here if you're on youtube feel free to like comment and subscribe and uh if you're listening on a podcast platform which uh the other day we just got 100 downloads i'd like to thank all of you guys for watching especially the fans in dallas and san francisco that i see constantly every week texas Um, and california gang yeah I'd just like to thank you for watching and listening, and we'll be back next week. Yep.